When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Betches Media presents... Donald Trump was a, a stain on our country. I, I'm someone's daughter, too. That's what I'm doing! So help me God. Congratulations, Mr. President. The Betches Suck Podcast. Mr. Vice President, I'm speaking. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Up Podcast, where Twitter meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. I love the new intro. I think it's great. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, I wasn't, I, for some reason, I wasn't following along on the outline. And I was like, wait, when can I, I, I should have, because I didn't know when to speak. <laughs> no, I know. It's like the slightest change, it. but we have a new, yeah. we also have the new musical intro, which we got a lot of really nice feedback on. Oh, Very nice I haven't heard that yet. A new Biden Excited. administration uh, intro, a new Biden administration. Yeah. Intro song. It is it's an good. almost it. it is an almost Trumpless intro. I actually had like a lot of philosophical debates with myself about whether the intro should reference Trump at all. Um, it has a slight one. It just has Nancy saying that uh, Donald Trump was a stain on our country. <laughs> we all need to hear that every day. Yeah, I think yeah. that's okay. If I never that's hear a good reminder, hundred percent right? fine. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I think we all know what we're going to talk about today. What a dream topic. already getting listeners on Twitter excited for today's episode. This incredible story has absolutely saturated every single platform. We can't get enough of it. It is the GameStop story. It like, I don't like, Oh my God. Like this, this story has reemphasized and reminded me how little I know about (laughs) stocks. (laughs) And like, it's not like, and it's not out of a lack of trying. Like I have literally (laughs) dedicated hours of my life to trying to understand how stocks and bonds and whatever the fuck else work. For whatever reason, my dumb brain will not absorb that information. Uh, I agree with you 100%. It's how I feel about how planes work. I can read the information. I cannot understand it. So Yes. <laughs> um, exactly. I'm very excited yeah. to be out of my depth today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm convinced that the reason nobody understands it is because it's not comprehensible. It doesn't make sense. Like, I can't understand how the internet works because our brains are not built to comprehend things that are like unnatural. I have no, I have been at Mm. peace with the fact that I don't understand it, but I actually think that this specific thing that happened, the short and the short squeeze, I think it's pretty easy to understand when you sort of have the nuts and bolts. 
I feel like while I'm reading it or, or like when I was watching the big short, the movie, um, I felt like I understood it. And I was like, wow, that's I finally get it or I'm getting it. And then uh, like I'm like, oh, look, a bird. And then it's just completely gone. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about billions. Like I watch billions, but every episode is the same thing. And they're all horrible people. So it's just this is a thing that horrible people do, which is definitely a generalization. But, you know, that's some, some generalizations are true. So yesterday, <laughs> the nation collectively learned that extreme price gouging is legal as long as it happens in the stock market. In case you completely sat through yesterday, which it happens, I've been there, day traders on Reddit coordinated a massive scheme to squeeze hedge funds out of literal billions by beating them at their own game, or at least giving them quite a challenge to their own game. Day traders yeah. <laughs> on the subreddit Wall Street Bets noticed that hedge funds were hoping to make money off GameStop's demise. GameStop, obviously the mall store with video games that I have since learned even gamers are not super appreciative of. They are apparently not very generous with buybacks and there's not a lot of love lost, but this was more to make a point. Day traders on the subreddit Wall Street Bets noticed that hedge funds were hoping to make money off of GameStop's demise. How were hedge funds trying to do this? By shorting its stock. So the best analogy I have for this is buying something on sale and returning it somewhere else for full price. And in that situation, people are eventually hurt. Hedge funds do this at a massive scale all day, all the time throughout the stock market. It's like their purpose. They effectively throw, they effectively borrow a ton of stock, sell it, wait for the price to go down, buy it back, return it, and keep the profit. What the GameStop Redditors did is buy up a ton of stock, which drove up the price. So now the hedge funds have had to return the stock at an even higher price than they bought it, because again, it's borrowed. In this case, a much higher price. In mid-January, the stock was trading at about $20 a share, and midday yesterday, it traded for $380 a share, which is a 1,600% increase. This maneuver, what, what the Wall Street Bets people did was called a short squeeze. It's happened, but it's never been pulled off. It's happened in billions episodes, but it's usually by professionals who trade for a living. It's never been pulled off on such a huge scale by individual traders. And it's again, caused these head funds to lose billions of dollars and raised the fundamental point that it takes market manipulation to no market manipulation. How did you guys react to this story when you saw it with Glee? Oh, absolutely. I mean, well, first of all, again, I had to try to take time. It took me like a day and a half to realize the actual like enormity of what was happening. Because at first I was like, oh, that's fun. They trolled some hedge fund guys using a trick that I don't really <laughs> understand. Mm -hmm. But as I've been watching and as I've watched it keep going and as I've watched the reaction of the hedge funds and Wall Street, which has been also insane and like, has shown how scared this actual action made them. It's made me support it even more. Mm -hmm. I know it's funny how like, you know, back in the day, like a year ago, maybe a little bit over a year ago this time, no, like probably like, yeah. And Wall Street was talking about how terrified they were at the prospect of like Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> becoming president and literally all it took was like a sub thread on reddit for them to like shit their pants yeah yeah it's the perfect it's really a perfect parable of of david and goliath it could not be more perfect also to demonstrate that this is something that happens day to day and it fucks people over 
generally, institutional investors are saying this has caused market volatility and that playing with these sums of money so casually could have dire consequences. Indeed, it often does. Um, But now the GameStop saga is prompting calls for regulation as Wall Street bets take their scheme to other struggling companies like AMC and Nokia. You can see a theme here. Uh, I'm actually kind of like, what about Blockbuster? I know. I I real I saw a tweet from Samantha Ruddy saying that like any place that your mom would drop you off in seventh grade <laughs> is having amazing stock. Vol- like they deserve <laughs> it. Amazing stock right now. <laughs> they deserve it. I mean, any place, any place that isn't like functioning like like right now is pretty clever. I mean, like why not? They did like, Blackberry to- too, right. which I thought was very funny. <laughs> Nokia, all of it. So institutional investors are saying that this has caused market volatility and that playing with these sums of money so casually could have dire consequences. Side eye emoji. It often does. By doing this, hedge funds cause companies to go back bankrupt, which ultimately results in lots of people losing their jobs. There is lots of reasons why this type of trading, even at an institutional level, is ethically dubious. Um, The Security Exchange Commission said that they're monitoring the situation in case they need to step in, which is kind of rich because obviously the moral of the story is it isn't until it's normal people potentially making a buck in a clever way that it's a problem when there has been entire industries built on this, not entirely to bad effect. Um, hedge funds sometimes help you with your retirement money. But I mean, like I said, if you watch Billions, a lot of times they are just doing this so they can have 17 houses. Okay, so just to clarify, so like they do this all the time, but now other people did it on such a large scale that it screwed them? It has screwed some of the hedge funds. Yeah, one of the hedge funds had lost a ton of money. Yes, they all lost a ton of money. Yes, it's it's just interesting. And I mean, so many people are pointing this out, but it's like these hedge funds can screw the entire country into a recession. They can play these games all they want with billions of dollars. But when average Reddit people, when Joe Reddit bands together with all of his buddies to do it, then now suddenly we can regulate Wall Street. Now, suddenly it's okay to regulate how people buy and trade stocks. It's just interesting because my whole life I've been told that we can't do that because it would be bad. Mm. Exactly. Right. And it proves that, you know, this is a lot of people are aware of what's happening, but not a lot of people are necessarily feeling it. I mean that and not a lot of day traders or, or casual individual retail investors are actually on the scale of how many there are participating. And obviously people that run hedge funds are not a very big part of the population. So it just shows that the stock market volatility is not actually what keeps Americans afloat and has nothing to do with the actual economy. Right, like the stock market was doing amazing through the whole pandemic when everyone was losing their jobs. So I don't really, like it doing badly doesn't really mean anything. Right, exactly. But we are seeing some actions being taken. Major trading platforms today, including Robinhood and TDA Ameritrade, and one called Interactive Brokers, are restricting trading on stocks like GameStop and AMC. They cite that recent volatility to say that users could only close out their positions and couldn't take any further action. And right before we started recording, a class action complaint against Robinhood has been filed. 
In response to all of these moves, specifically at Robinhood banning retail investors from making these trades, AOC tweeted, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about Robinhood's decision to block retail investors from purchasing stocks while hedge funds are fully able to trade the stock as they see fit. And Senator Cruz, who I think has a news alert for AOC tweets, <laughs> replied, fully mm-hmm. agree. Well, I mean, if these like hedge fund people by their freak out end up like creating <laughs> regulation on Wall Street, that would be extremely funny. Um, but it is worth repeating what AOC said, like these apps are stopping regular people from being able to participate in the stock market. They are not stopping like these hedge fund people can do whatever they want still. So it's just you and I and the average everyday person who's having their purchasing power stopped and who are being barred from buying any more of these stocks or whatever. They're like canceling people's orders that they already made. And meanwhile, the the billionaires and the 1%, their activity, it's not like all activity has been stopped. They are still allowed to do what they are normally doing. It's just us, the little guy, can't buy the stocks anymore. Right. Everyone's like, oh, it's, it's dangerous for like retail investors and people just do this for fun to sort of even get involved. It's like, if there is such a potential for danger, then why is anybody doing it? Why is it okay? Like, of course, I understand the rationale behind that. And of course, uh, hedge funds have a method to what they're doing. And these these trades have nothing to do with GameStop's, GameStop's actual like future viability. Some people are claiming otherwise. They're referencing that like this founder of Chewy recently gave them like a new business plan. And so people are trying to say, no, 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 we actually think GameStop is looking up. And the idea is that institutional investors have better way to track those patterns so they know how to do this without causing real damage to the market. It, but, you know, as we say this all out loud, it's just not like regulation. It, they're left to do the regulation on their own. We're just left to trust that they have the skills and ethics to ensure those patterns don't uh, create a really dangerous situation for the rest of us. Right. And it's like their track record on that is bad. So like, right. <laughs> I can remember multiple times in my lifetime where they failed quite badly <laughs> doing mm-hmm. that. So, like. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's like it, it and it's interesting also because only like 55% of people actually even have stocks anyway. So it is really just not a good representation of like the natural that the average person like and I think yeah. they make it confusing on purpose so people don't try and do what they do like otherwise every, like it's it's and it just like it just like sounds like gambling at the end of the day yes it feel it this whole thing has made me realize it's like oh it's just a big casino and what's uh-huh. happening is like one of those like vegas movies where a really good card shark comes in and the like the casino flips out and kicks them out and that's like yeah. what's happening like each like, like each horse in the horse race is a company and they're all trading horses. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just <laughs> it's literally like someone's winning too much who's not supposed to be winning, so they're going to come out and and shut that down. And it's just I don't know. I think if there's one good thing to come from it cuz I don't Sometimes I've been seeing people post things where they're like this is the turning point in history. And I'm like, well, these hedge funds right. are going to be fine and like the powers that be already seem like they're coalescing around stopping the fun but I do think that it's shown a lot of people how 
like nonsensical the system is and if we get some actual good regulation out of it that'd be fucking great (laughs) hey american fever dream listeners i'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift because now you can use gift mode on etsy Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy healthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Today, we're also going to talk about some COVID mixed messaging. We're all, we were chatting about this before. We're all sort of feeling like we're in this very weird space now that we've returned to a few times the pandemic, but it's pretty weird now where we're hearing a lot of cases are going down. We're getting to a point where people aren't getting as infected as rapidly, but also hearing really alarming warnings from health professionals about the potential for new variants to really penetrate and cause a lot more carnage on top of what we're already seeing. So while COVID cases appear to be going down in some areas, densely populated places like New York and California are making plans to reopen their economies with things like indoor dining. I know California has been on a stricter lockdown, I think, than New York in in the past few months, but both seem to be looking forward to opening. The recent decline in COVID cases may mean our population is reaching the early stages of herd immunity. Nearly one third of Americans have developed some degree of immunity to the virus, and we did not uh, undertake a herd immunity strategy. This is just <laughs> the outcome of our non-strategy. Mm-hmm. Or did or we? did we? Yeah. I mean, if there were all of these investigations about, uh, you know. Benghazi, Ebola, etc. Perhaps we should look at the res- look deeper into the response to the COVID nineteen pandemic. Oh my god, I know. Because there will be a data jump when we're like fifty, and we'll be like <gasps> reading all the stuff that we learn about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there were people and Trump people talking about herd immunity 
months and months ago. Right, but they're like, oh, we can't do that. 500,000 people would die. Well, we're on our way. And it's like, it, honestly, it's also, it just reminds me of like, you know, how when you exercise to get fitter, in order to remain fit, you have to continue to exercise. That's just the way it is. Yeah, it's and not so you reach fitness and then you're there. You're there. <laughs> right. So it's, it's actually like with these restrictions and like, yes, cases are going down because people are following social distancing restrictions and not dining indoors. And yeah. so why do we do? We open it back up. So eventually it could go back up. It's just like, it's, I don't know. That's why Congress needing to pass some relief is so important, right? Is because of course we understand both sides of this. Of course, like it's an, it's a completely false and impossible choice to decide between mm-hmm. hundred thousands more people dying and people that haven't had work and are facing down. We're getting up to a year's worth of rent that they will eventually probably have to pay. Of course, governors and lawmakers, some of them feel a responsibility to get people back to work. I mean, we need a tax base. Like it's really hard to compare these things, but most, I feel like there's been so many stages in the pandemic where there's been a doctor on TV. It's like, we just need to shut all the way the fuck down for like a couple weeks and that'll do it. We never did that in this country, really. Never. Not even in March, not the most extreme that it was. And I think about this a lot that that felt so intense at the time and we've loosened so much, even though things are as bad as they've ever been. And we're all human, of course, and we hit a wall, but hearing a lot of mixed messaging. I um, am like, Instagram friends with this guy who lives in Australia and he's like posting pictures of him like doing shit like on the beach with a bunch of people like looking hot and I'm like I like am just so angry we never just did that it's because we could all be there (laughs) right I literally I I have a friend who's a dual U.S. Australian citizen and when all the COVID stuff went down he had like just taken a job in LA that was based on event planning. No way. That, <laughs> that job went away immediately. So he had to move back to Australia with his parents. And at first it was very intense because he had to move to Tasmania and that's really far and in the middle of nowhere. But now he's in Sydney and he's partying every day. He's every day. Having, he looks better than he's ever looked in his life. He goes on every, he's having sex with people going on dates. And I talk I to know. him and I'm like, our friendship has to end. Like I can't no. speak to you about your life. It's I've seen a lot of articles recently about pandemic fatigue, like a higher concentration than usual. And I think that it's because I felt this way personally Everything has slowed down a bit since the election and actually not even then, just since the inauguration, things finally were starting to just relax into what life's like and there's no distractions. And I'm really starting to feel crazy. Like, I feel like I need to be like institutionalized for nerves. I I haven't talked to anyone for a while other than you. Thank God I get to talk to you guys all the time every day. (laughs) Amanda, that's what I was, before we started recording, I was like, I was like having a tough time getting my mic to work. And it basically, I just didn't turn it on. And I, that's what I was going to say. I was like, we can talk about it on the episode. I'm just like hit a wall. I'm just yeah, like, let's talk about it. It sucks. It's fucking sucks. This shit sucks. I think it's important to <laughs> verbalize. We're all going through something really bad and unusual and not something humans should be, have had to I've go through. I've been saying 
and I don't know if you guys vibe with this, but I feel, especially this month in the pandemic, I feel like I'm in a time warp where just like all of my days are pretty indistinguishable from each other. Like mm-hmm. uh, my fiance, Danny and I were talking about how we've had like a couple nice weekends in a row. And then we realized that we couldn't even put what we did on each, like we, we couldn't, yeah. they, they all coalesced into one memory because they're so indistinguishable from each other Mm -hmm. and like I look I'm in the same even if I go for like my little my little walk during the day like I'm just in my apartment all the time yeah it's it's and it's like um uh you go to work sorry like 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 you just just uh, to watch the next episode of a tv show exercise maybe you know then go to bed go to work do it all over again there's like yeah. i mean like, oh yeah God. not having something to look forward to like that's a lot of people's source of happiness and it's now been almost a year where none of us have really had anything to look forward to and obviously like the 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 disclaimer with all of this is that we all acknowledge the privileged position we're in we can do yeah. this work from home um but i also think it's important to make space for the way that this is impacting everybody and I mean, when you think of like, I've been thinking about how like when you're in like a depressive episode, when that happens, you're, you're, you're told like, well, you can't just hang around. You got to go out. You got to do things. You got to plan. You got to make social engagements. We're all living in like for 11 months, we've been like creating this environment for ourselves that is so unhealthy. And now I'm, I mean, this is the time we've been thinking about where it's so cold. You can't, I'm not going, I'm not eating outdoors. Oh no, me. (laughs) That's over. So foolishly, me and Danny on one of our one of these weekends, I don't remember which one we went on a long walk and then we ended up at a brunch place and it was like an hour wait if you wanted to sit in a little COVID cabana with the little heater or you could eat right away if you just sat outside and we were like, we're going to sit outside. (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) I spent brunch money, a a New York brunch amount of money to, to freeze and to eat it so quickly. I, oh, yeah. I ate so fast. I ordered a bunch of hot toddies that I didn't even want, but I was just like, the warmth, I need them. So then I ended the brunch. I'm like, I'm cold. I'm drunk. <laughs> I spent too much money. It was horrible. Oh, it is really rough. It's just like we look the same every day. I'm so tired of looking at myself all the time no. on the Zoom. I wear the same clothes. That's why I can't distinguish because it's like, I can't even think, I can't even remember. A day isn't even noteworthy based on like what I wore or my outfit that day, which I never realized is how I used to like track my memories. I'm like, I'm wearing the same shit every single day. Every mm-hmm. day. He's tuning up his new sweatpants, man. <laughs> I, my new, <laughs> um, my new outfit is I wear my like, um, like leggings, like my warm leggings all day. And oh. then if I need to go outside, I put on pants. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I, um, I, for acting all, all of us now, all aud- auditions are like self tapes that you have to send in. And those are from the waist up. I have not put on pants for one of those. I am. <laughs> Even right now, I'm like gonna do an audition after this, and I have on like my my audition turtleneck and fully just sweatpants and like comfy socks underneath. <laughs> yeah, no, I I'm not like I would I have not buttoned a button on my waist since March 11th. It's not I'm not being silly. <laughs> like I have not done that. I have not. I was always oh. a sweatpants at work person, but 
Now it's, Mm -hmm. yeah, we're never going back, never going back. Before we get back into some talking about the extra deadly COVID variant, is there anything you guys have found that has helped you through this, like, this sort of dysphoric phase of quarantine? Hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You know, what's interesting is I never watched The Last Dance. It came out the very beginning of quarantine. I'm in the middle of it. It's great. It's it's, great. What a great team. (laughs) Best thing I watched all all, all, all of 2020 for me. I'll say um, Hulu. If you have Hulu, they have every episode of Love It or List It on HGTV. And that's really helped me is just watching Canadian people buy houses. (laughs) Beautiful. does sound really soothing they need to like ramp up the, the bake-offs um they do. i would say mine i the, i think the, mine is definitely like a um not legal thing to say oh yeah uh, of course but <laughs> my crutch you know really that's yeah. really i think that's my big <laughs> i also think but that is relevant because what has helped me a lot is like just giving myself a break it is a pandemic mm-hmm. like it's shit sucks right now. If there are things that I would like to improve about myself, it's okay. Like as long as I'm doing my job well and things are getting done and I don't feel really sad all the time, it's okay. It's fine. (laughs) You can address these crutches later in life. We're all just going to be a couple years behind and dealing with that for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My plan was kind of to address my reliance on my vape pen this year. We're pushing that. Same. We're going to push that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe 23, depending on how these things are going. But then it will be legal in New York and it's like, that'll be even harder. Yeah. That's yeah. Or easier. True. True. Well, it'll be harder to give up. When is Jersey? Is it? It's got to be soon. Yeah. Something to look forward to. There we go. DM me when I can buy weed in New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me. Definitely do that. Absolutely. At Pandalise. At Pandalise on Instagram. Please tell me when I can buy weed in New Jersey. Yeah, use the the little four-leaf clover emoji. (laughs) Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. 
Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. So as we mentioned, nearly one third of Americans have developed some degree of immunity to the virus. However, Dr. Fauci and other government health advisors are warning that the new COVID variant could pose a serious threat. Let's listen to Dr. Fauci on Morning Joe this morning. I I think it potentially could get worse. We certainly are seeing, uh, thankfully, a plateauing in cases, which is always lagging in the sense of you'll have a plateauing of cases And then a couple of weeks later, hospitalizations will reflect that and go down. And then hopefully serious illness and deaths will then go down. That's the good news. But superimposed upon the good news is the sobering news that we still have a lot of cases and we still have a very serious issue here. And the thing that's troublesome now that we really need to keep our eye on are these variants. You know, the UK has had some significant issue with their variant. Uh, a 117 is the lineage as we refer to it. It is here in the United States. It's in at least 28 states. <sighs> what a nightmare. Imagine being Dr. Fauci and it's like you finally get a president that gives a shit. Things are looking up. You can put your vaccine plan into action and then whoop, new variant, which to be clear, I think most health experts are saying it looks like the vaccine will still address most of the variants. I think the Brazil one, they're not totally sure about. And that one's causing some alarm. Brazil, another country with a Trumpy ass leader who refused to fucking do anything. Mm-hmm. And the UK. I mean, Boris did yeah. more, but he didn't didn't start out great. I mean, a virus is a virus like variants are going to pop up. But it's interesting to me that like we are seeing them come out of countries where leaders were really resistant. And it's interesting. Do we have one yet? Kind of weird. There, we- there's a talk of a California one, yes. <laughs> I, I have heard talk of this California yeah. variant. <laughs> the California variant. Is it an indica or a sativa? oh you gotta laugh at the horrible things yes yes (laughs) so one thing that actually will uh sort of defend us against the variants is just mass vaccinations um but a cnn analysis found that as we know vaccination is not on the pace anybody wanted and i've been happy to see some pressure on the biden administration which has announced this they want 300 million by the summer they want 100 million in the first 100 days. And based on how they're starting to ramp up, there's been some pressure that it needs to be better and faster because 4,000 Americans are dying a day still. Um, It's so dissonant to hear that cases are going down and we might be going in a positive direction when 4,000 of our countrymen and women are dying every day. The thing about the vaccinations is that vaccination rollout is improving, but it's not improving at the same rate for all Americans. A CNN analysis found that white Americans are receiving two times as many vaccines as Black and Latinx Americans. More than 4% of the white population has received a COVID vaccine, but less than 2% of the Black and Latinx populations have been vaccinated. That's 50% more. And this is despite the fact that Black and Latinx people are hospitalized at four times the rate and are dying more than white Americans at three times the rate and are just much more likely to work in fields where they're getting constant exposure. 
Yeah, um, I have like an anecdotal story about this. Um, but my friends and I were talking about this exact issue the other day because a friend of mine, her mom got on the COVID vaccine list in North Carolina, whatever. She's waiting for a call. She goes to pee, misses the phone call from the vaccine people, is eventually able to call them back. And they basically told her like, you cannot miss this phone call again. You have to wait by your phone. Other like basically telling her like, you missed the phone call. You're lucky that you were able to get back to us. But most of the time you missed the phone call, you're done. And we were discussing like, who are the people that have the agency that they can pick up the phone at work? You know, like I'm lucky. I can sit by my phone all day. My friend's mom is lucky. She can sit by her phone all day. But if you are an essential worker and you're actually on your feet fucking working and you work at a, like, you're not going to be able to pick up your phone all day no, and get this yeah. call. So it's like, it's, I feel like it's little things like that, that you don't even realize are prioritizing white people totally. that end totally. up putting us in a situation where black and Latinx people are not getting the same access to the vaccine. Yeah, I think this is why we've been hearing from some public health experts, especially some of the public health experts in the Biden administration he's brought in to specifically look at this, that there needs to be some more targeted um, rollouts. And whether that is specifically by race, which is hard to imagine, but we need to be seeing more essential and frontline workers vaccinated. We need to be seeing more teachers vaccinated. We need to be looking at, we need to be vaccinating the people who are more likely to die from this. And when we consider, we're perfectly happy to do that when we think about the elderly and we say, yes, the elderly need it first. It's obviously a much less comfortable thought for us to think like, well, actually black and Latinx people need it first because it looks like it could be much more fatal for them. So I certainly hope that the Biden administration has some targeted vaccine rollout plans to shore this up because the numbers, I mean, the fact that black and Latinx people are dying at three and four times the rate is, it's already such a stain that we need to be talking about for the mm -hmm. next couple decades. But I mean, we still have a chance to, to stop it. Like yeah. every day we have a chance to stop it. Um, Sort of speaking to that, Fauci was talking about how, Dr. Fauci was talking about how, um, it's now with these new variants, it may even be a better idea to wear two masks. Um, so that's basically all I wanted to say because yes. I, I <laughs> for anyone listening, if like if it's not a bad idea to wear two masks, if you feel like you're going to be in a certain position that's going to be a little bit more risky, like I got, I'm going to start doing like the um, the surgical ones mm -hmm. and the fabric one or like the fabric one and the surgical one. I haven't figured out which is better. Right. I don't know which way is better. I'm going to, but I think it's, you know. As an added bonus, I found that wearing two masks uh, helps my glasses not fog up when Ooh. I'm outside, which I've never, and don't you, here's where you can't DM me. Don't DM me about this defogging mist bullshit. No, nothing that works. <laughs> that doesn't work. And your glasses still fog up. Oh, that. fuck that. I used that and then got cocky on a bike ride and almost died. The mist don't work. <laughs> no, the mist don't work. So The mist don't work. Need to get on something that does work, but. I found the two masks, it really suctions it off on the nose part. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that too. I got a special, this is just such a peak 2021 thing. It's like, I, I can't not be blonde anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. Listeners, I, it's been about a year since I've been blonde. I've been letting, wanting to see what my hair does. And I can't, I can't not be blonde anymore. I didn't know I wasn't blonde anymore until I let this happen. It's no longer acceptable to me. <laughs> it just not, it, I don't look like myself and I have to look at myself on Zoom all day. So I finally was like, 
I'm going to do it. I'm going to spend the money on it, even though it's quarantine. And I bring this up because I got a special mask for having to sit there <laughs> for two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. I was so excited when my hair dye mask came. So that's something to look forward to guys on Monday. I'll be blonde again. Yeah. All of us can look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> until then. And until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And this is the Betches Up podcast. The Betches Up podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Sean Kilby. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast director is Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send your emails to SupPod at Betches.com. Betches. Betches.